Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. Brian Davis here. It's Longhorn Confidential time. Longhorn Confidential is brought to you by Zaxby's. Taking chicken to a whole new level of flavor. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or visit Zaxby's. Here with Kirk Bowles and Cedric Golden for another uh, weekly podcast here. And boys, it's that time. It's that time. Finally. Finally. You you know what time it is, Texas fans. Texas OU (laughs) this week here at the Cotton Bowl, the 115th uh, annual matchup here of the Red River Shootout. Don't call it a showdown. Don't call it a rivalry. Oh, wait a minute. I've already messed up. It is the showdown. Call it what it is. Start over, dog. No, we're not starting this over. Call it what it is. We're not starting this over. It's the Red River Shootout. I don't care what politically correct thing AT&T wants us to say. Thank you. Uh, Texas currently has 912 all-time wins. Oklahoma also up there with a bunch of wins. But look, all you care about is what happens for one hour on Saturday. Said, let's start with you. Just what is this game you know, mean in the grand scheme of things. Is this the best rivalry in college football? Well, in my lifetime it is because I'm from the Lone Star State. The stars at night are big and bright deep in the heart of Texas. So for my money, yes, it is. But um, I think it's a huge deal for people in the region as well, not just those two states. I think everybody's paying attention when Texas and OU get after it. I think people in Alabama and people in, in Louisiana and people in Arkansas pay attention to this game. It's kind of like when the, the national spotlight is on the south, and that's where the real football is being played. Right, Duck? Absolutely. We invented football, didn't we? Yes, we did. I know those Ivy League schools seem, seem to think they invented it. Back but, in the 40s, yeah. But, and if we didn't invent it, we perfected it. <laughs> exactly. We invented winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> winning is winning is hard. Winning's hard. Scoring touchdowns is hard. But uh, it wasn't that hard when Texas finally got down to business last Saturday in Morgantown. Let's recap last week a little bit. Texas uh, was a thirty was a forty two to thirty one winner. Uh, scuffled around for the first three quarters, then finally delivered some knockout blows. Two big interceptions uh, led to led to scores. Four interceptions total. Um, Kirk, you, you were there. You and I were there. Uh, we saw Roshan Johnson with 121 yards and his biggest uh, performance yet at running back. Uh, but Sam was Sam, you know, kind of a low-key day, but still he finished with four touchdowns, including a 23-yard run that effectively was the kill shot uh, there late to finally put it away. Although, to be fair, West Virginia fans had already started to clear out by that point. You know when you're a good quarterback? When you have stats like that, nobody even notices. Absolutely. You know, everything was about Duvernay and Roshan Johnson and Sam that, Cosby. I wrote that two weeks ago. It's like nobody even talked about, oh, yeah, Ellinger. Oh, yeah, and Ellinger. They he had four touchdowns. It. It's a standard. It's expected. Yeah. He's it's, raised the bar. Sure he has. And he reaches that bar very often. And that's a and sign of a great quarterback. sometimes you overlook greatness, and that's a good All thing. All the time, yeah. That's a good thing because Sam knows that he's great, and, and his coaches and his teammates know that he's great. And I know his opponents know that he's great because he puts up numbers every he's single so week. He's so freaking consistent. It ain't even funny. And, you know, we had our friend of ours, Kevin Sheridan, to the Dallas Morning News 
was down for the press conference today and uh, i think said you'd already left he asked me and brian like why is sam so overlooked i didn't realize he was he thought he was overlooked nationally but i don't know said i don't think he's overlooked now i did tell him hey they've got a loss already so they're not on that cfp radar as much as these other teams and quarterbacks but i brian said do you think he's getting his due because i do I think he's getting his due because the numbers aren't overlooked. But if you look, if you ask the layman. Teddy layman? Stupid. Oh. If you ask the layman. <laughs> yeah. That makes me Well, you laugh. know what? I like that this week because I like me okay, some Teddy layman. All right. That's good. That's okay. timely. Good. That's timely. Thank you. Thank you. If you ask uh, just a normal college football fan, name the three or four best players at the position. Right. And they follow it. They're probably going to go Tua. Tua. They're probably going to go Trevor. Lawrence. No, they're not. He's not having a great year, but they're going to say Trevor because he's the quarterback at Clemson. They might say it, but they'd be wrong. Who's your top three right now today? Top of your head while we're just in any know, order? Spitballing. Any Sammy's order. top three. Okay. And Jalen Hurts is top three. Who's the other one? Um, you got one more. Oh, man, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You're um, leaving out the Trev- obvious one. Tre- Trevor, Trevor's not bringing it. No. Um, well, you mentioned Tua. Tua, yeah. But, I, I I would say right now uh, the top two are probably uh, Joe Burrow at LSU. Yeah, for sure. And maybe Justin Fields at Ohio State. You know, but, but the one time the one time I saw Justin BD real quick, uh, he missed him some. He missed some really easy throws. Now he's cleaned that up in the last couple of weeks. But I saw him a few weeks ago. Well, he's a he was, brand new starter. He too. was yeah, but he's struggling with throws that a kid in high school can make. And uh, I know since then the last couple of weeks have been on kind of a heater. But, uh, yeah, Bur- Burrow for sure. Uh, I'd be interested, B.D., who are your who three? Who you got, Brian? Well, I just, I just want to say the guys that, that y'all didn't mention too much is a guy we're going to see this Saturday, Jalen Hurts. 14 touchdowns, two interceptions, 1,500 yards, and the guy's running like a deer out there. And the reason why he will be in the mix at the end if OU, as long as OU doesn't crumble, is because the national media loves a comeback story. And they love the idea that this guy was the star at Alabama – and then he got bypassed by Tua, had to go somewhere else, and he's, oh, look at that, he's still pretty good, right? I'm telling you, Hurts will get a lot of attention towards the end of the season if Oklahoma is in the CFP mix. But let me throw this out there. I wonder if some voters would vote for anybody but an Oklahoma quarterback because of OU fatigue. Don't you think some Don't you have Clemson fatigue? Don't you have Alabama fatigue? I don't like that idea. No, I know. Give it to the best. I mean, think and would? if those people are do- are going to hold it against him that he's the OU quarterback, they don't need to be voting. I agree. Give it to the best player. I don't care what uniform but he's wearing. But human nature, do you think some you know, would? You, well, I, I'm a human, and that's not going to be my nature. If he keeps doing what he's doing, no, I'm going to vote no, for I him. No, I know you wouldn't, but I wonder. There are 900 voters. Well, they don't need you know. A lot of those guys, if they're going to hold it against him, that he plays in Norman, hey. and that Baker and Kyler won it before him. Number one, it would be a, an historic event, and he's in the running right now. If it ended today, he's in New York City. But if they hold it against him that he plays at Oklahoma, I just think that is well, that is some of the most Bush League stuff that could happen, and I hope it doesn't. But it's, not, it's not any worse than a regional bias in favor of a candidate. I'm voting for the Alabama quarterback because – well, we've I seen like that. Alabama. Well, well, we we both know that me and you don't practice that regional I know. stuff. We I know. We, we, we vote common, for who I we think. believe to be the best player. Exactly. And if you disagree with us, that's fine. Sure. I sleep well at night. Thank you. Well, to me, that's why this game this week is is uh, pretty important more than just the score 
uh, on the scoreboard because, you know, got to go one and zero every week, obviously. Thank you, Tom Herman. Um, look, if Texas wins this game, they launch themselves back into the CFP talk. Sam Herman launches himself back into the Heisman talk. Sam Herman? I mean, Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger. <laughs> I mean, they're practic- he's practically his son. They're he identical. Said they, he, he loves, loves him. him like oh, my son. God, he loves him. He does. Texas is in the CFP mix. Ellinger's in the Heisman mix. And Mr. 1-0 and will not like this, but if Texas wins on Saturday, the Longhorns will be expected to run the table. And I, I think that's unfair, but I think that's what well, Texas wait, fans wait, wait, will expect. Why would that be unfair? Who would they be an underdog against? Well, they're going to be favored. Why would that be unfair? They're going to be favored at at a bad TCU team. No, no, no. I'm sure. No, I, I, I guess Why would what it be unfair? I, I, get, I guess what I meant to say is that it's 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 pressurizing. It's pressure. Yes, that, well, that's, we know a, that's that. a better way of saying. We know it. that, but it's that, not that unfair. Cra- that that pressurizes the thing. Take it easy, on Jesus Christ! I've already gotten into trouble for you know eye tests and other things on this podcast. You know, now you're telling me <laughs> I'm being unfair. No, my gosh. Look, I just think that winning's hard, Brian. Winning is hard. This podcast is hard. Apparently, I just think that. <laughs> I just think that. Texas will be, I agree with you, said, Texas will be a favorite the rest of the way. Mr. 1-0, and Tom Herman, won't like this, but I think even we will expect them to run the table at that sure. point to get to Arlington. Now, if they play Oklahoma again, you know, all bets are off on that thing, but they will expect to run the, be expected to run the table the rest of the regular season. If you do that, you're back in the CFP mix, and Ellinger goes to New York City. Yeah, I'd say they got, if they get by Oklahoma, I think their two toughest games would be one. At Iowa State. Oh, yeah. And then two up in Waco against Baylor. Hello, Baylor Bear. You know. Thank you. How about Matt Rule? How about Matt Rule? How about Matt Rule? Yeah, put him in the poll for all you Baylor fans. I put him number 22. That's where he needs to be. So there's your poll. Where'd you put SMU? 19. Okay. How about, Shane, how about Shane Bouchelle bringing him back against Tulsa? How about that? Six, they're the first Texas football team who's bowl eligible already. 6 and 0. Oh. Shane Bouchelle, the power Shane of Shane Bouchelle. SMU ponies. I like that. Let's talk about uh, some of the things that we saw in this. Uh, we saw last week with this matchup. Uh, let's focus on the secondary for a little bit. You know that's been a very big area of concern. Uh, f- there were th- four four interceptions total, three by the secondary and one by linebacker Adelia Dayaway. Uh, but Deshaun Jameson had a spectacular play. Said I know you probably saw that. I did. Uh, number one. Number one. Uh, play on Sports Center's top plays and this is the thing we talked about last week these young guys they just need a little more time and they need a little more confidence I don't think we knew if they were good bad or indifferent but I thought that Saturday was a step in the right direction I really believe that they needed to put it on film that they needed you know it's one thing if the coaches tell you you can be good or your older teammates tell you to keep plugging away it could happen but when you put it on film and when you make Sports Center and when and when the whole nation sees your play it's got to give you some confidence, and it couldn't have come at a better time, BD, because if you think mm-hmm. about it, they're going to be up against it this week, C.D. Lamb, Jalen Hurts. That, I mean, the OU, the OU offense, uh, this will this will be the best defense they've faced, but they, but far. this is definitely going to be, I don't know, LSU's offense, man. No, I thought you said No, no, I was, about, I was about face. to say this is the best offense Texas will face, but now I thought oh, about yeah. LSU. Man, LSU was very versatile, yeah. so that that's very be close. But it's on par with LSU, and Texas is going to have to play right. that kind of ball. If Tom Herman can get four takeaways uh, this oh, weekend, things are, things are going to be rosy. He might if he take gets two. two. If he gets two takeaways, they may win. Oh, yeah. I'm leaning toward Oklahoma because <laughs> Jalen has played so clean, Duck, and and that that off schedule thing scares me. The linebackers have played better than I thought they would. Osai has been wonderful. He has been great. I was listening on the radio, and Craig Gway and Roger Wallace say 
Joseph Osai. They don't say Osai like us. So is it Osai or Osai? I think it's O Baby, the way you make some of those plays. Oh, yeah. Whatever he wants to be called. Because he's a man. <laughs> uh, he's my favorite player on that defense. Kirk, what did you think about uh, – I thought this was really interesting. Tom Herman brought this up because I'll be honest with you, I didn't really think much about it. No sacks against the Mountaineers. We, You and I were both uh, – after the game, we were talking about they went four for uh, – West Virginia was only four for 14 on third down. Texas defense did a very good job of getting off the field in addition right. to those interceptions. But Tom brought that up today, and it triggered with it. We didn't really talk much about that. No sacks at all of, yeah. a West, of West Virginia. And and Tom's philosophy, and I agree with it, is that it's not just sacks. Sacks are sexy. Sacks are the glittery statistic. That's what fans concentrate on. But it's more about pressure. You'd rather have somebody pressure the quarterback 18 times than get two sacks. You don't want him to feel comfortable. And Austin Kendall was comfortable. He was. He, he's not very good. You know, we can see why, oh, you let him transfer out, but uh, they didn't get to him. And that's the the youth of the secondary, secondary is probably their biggest problem. Their second is the lack of an elite pass rusher. That's been the, that's been the issue all year. To get any heat, they got a blitz, and it's hard to make your living off of that, Sid. We're still waiting on Malcolm Roach. We're still, we're still waiting, waiting on uh, Jeff McCullough. He's not playing that much. Yes. They only play the two linebackers. Yeah, easily. so we're still waiting on somebody to step up. Now, up Colton's front. playing great, it's, you know, clogging that middle, but, but you he's know not what? a pass you need, rusher. You need a guy on the edge, You Doug. do, absolutely. You need someone that, absolutely. on his blindsided he's going to be looking over his shoulder they're not worried about texas coming after them and if you blitz too much you're going to get burned you are this is the kind of team that can hurt you especially if you blitz jalen hurts and he gets through that first wave and it's him and maybe a linebacker or a cornerback he's going to win that okay he's going to win that is osai your spy i don't like spies i don't like the idea of spies though I don't like the idea well, to of spies. Me, to I me, you can know. do it like, okay, you You run, don't just designate one guy. You're stopping the run first, and then if it's obvious he's he's not running the ball, they're not running the ball, then your eyes are on If you designate him. Joseph Osai to be the spy, then they know what Joseph Osai is doing every play. I don't like that. I, want, I, I mix that mix spy up. stuff up. I mix well, that stuff up. Well, maybe you have up. a spy. Just yeah, because Joseph is just too important to this defense to pigeonhole him into one position that might take him out of the game don't y'all stop Jalen's the biggest key don't you think absolutely don't let him go crazy you no gotta contain question. him so you gotta contain gotta him. gotta be Jalen yes so but you, but you just want because, him to throw 45 times don't you yeah but he won't there's just and just because you have one guy that's designated to spy Jalen Hurts doesn't mean that guy can get there Jalen sure. Hurts gonna beat the average linebacker to yeah, the that's not even getting there it's just you go you want your angle to be right you don't want you want him to get sacked, to get two yards, to get four. You do not want him to get twenty-eight. Here's the here's, that would be the okay. Killer. Here's, here's the thing about it though. Kyler Murray is what five eight five ten five, maybe five, five, five nine. He, he measured five ten in the okay. NFL Combine. Right. I'll go with Hertz. Them. Hertz is obviously taller, bigger, bigger. thicker, no but, d- much so, and no, fast still, and fat, no doubt. So to me, getting this guy down. Is uh, is is the biggest key? You know, it's all about gang tackling, getting to him. You know, I asked Tom this today because I, I really believe it. The games that I've seen that Oklahoma plays, Jalen Hurts when he lit, when he gets going, there's literally no one else around. And so my question is: is are they blocking it that great? Is Jalen Hurts that great, or are these defenses just that bad? Look at who they played. I mean, they haven't played. They really haven't played a great team yet. I mean, who have they played? UCLA. You could already haven't played a good team yet. Yeah, UCLA. Who else Houston. have they played? Houston's not very good at no. all. Uh uh-uh. uh 
So they, yeah, they haven't played anybody. There, look, there's no question. Kansas. If if you're an OU fan and you're being honest with yourself, you have to know that Texas is the best team that the Sooners have faced all year. They're number yet, they're number to this point. They're number eleven in the country. Number eleven in the country, and you're probably remembering what happened last year with 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 eleven and all that. But you're also thinking, well, we got that corner blitz too, you know. So look, it, 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 great two great games last year. This is the year where, you, you know, it, it's the classic throw the records out. The most interesting stat I saw today, uh, t- Oklahoma, while they are 10 or 10.5 point favorites, depending on your uh, betting house of choice. Guys, did you know that Oklahoma is 1-6 against the spread the last seven years? That shows you that Texas comes to play. 1-6 against Texas. Yeah, 1-6 against the spread against and, Texas. Okay, got it. In the last seven years. That Look, so 10 points, make it, make it 100, make it 1,000. I ex- I expect a great close game that comes down to the end. But you got to also remember Texas three of three of those six years has been or four of those six years has been really bad, mm-hmm. and so they they came, but they, beat they, once, so. they rose to the occasion. And yet, uh, Char- Charlie Strong beat Texas, a good Baylor beat Oklahoma yeah. and and Oklahoma in this in the same year and didn't make a bowl game. That's how bad they were. To which so. to which Charlie walked in the press conference and says, "Didn't think we could do it, did you?" Let me ask you a question, guys. If we all agree. Stopping Jalen Hurts is priority number one, two, and three. So how do you go about that? Do you blitz, trying to get to him, keep him uncomfortable off schedule, or do you want to just seal the edge and make him pass, encourage him to pass, and play pass defense? It's me, number two. Don't blitz if him. If Jalen Hurts throws for 350 yards, I shake his hand and yeah. go, Jalen, you, you're better than I thought you were. Yeah. But if Jalen Hurts runs for 175 yards, I, and I'm a Texas fan, I'm going – well, you knew he could do that. And if you exactly. blitz and miss, then yeah. he's got open territory. I don't think T.O. I don't think T.O. blitzes as much as people are thinking. I think you're right. I think this is the biggest game of the year for Malcolm Roach, for for Taquan Graham, uh, Keandre Coburn, the three defensive linemen up in the middle. They have got to hold the point of attack to where your linebackers are making plays. Because said, I agree with you 100. percent If Jalen Hurts runs wild on you, you will lose the game. Oh, yeah. But if you you force him to sit in the pocket and make throws, your odds go up dramatically. You want him rushing for 50 yards, 60 yards. That's about it. If I told you that he rushed for 60 yards, would you think Texas won the game? I would. Yes. Me too. Yeah, because he's going to run a lot. He'll probably run 18 times. Mm -hmm. He will. And they got good backs, but they only have four new line starters. So, like you said earlier, they haven't been tested. Well, we're running out of time here, so let's go ahead and get to our picks. Also, too, we, we want to promote Red River Rivalry Radio, which is running all week long here on Austin 360. You can uh, log on, check out the new app, Austin 360 app. There's some pretty cool music there. You can also hear some stuff from ACL, uh, and uh, in addition to all the podcasts uh, that are streamed here. But let's get down to business here. Seth, I'll start with you. Texas OU, who you got? I don't know yet. I'm, I'm serious. I don't know yet. I'm leaning towards OU, but it's Monday. Um, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm, you're going to have to get back at me later in the week. I, I have, I'm, I've been last year this time. I, uh, I think I, I think I took OU last year this time and, um, I was wrong, but I'm, I'm not sure yet. I'm, I'm not sure yet. That's an honest I, answer. I don't disagree with you, Sid. I, I got one firm prediction. That's I'll have a Fletcher's corny dog. Oh God! I can, I can promise you <laughs> that is not a crazy prediction. That will come true. Uh, I'm not ready either, but I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I'm leaning a little bit more to Texas because maybe the confidence of a Sam Ellinger, 
Their running game has kind of shown itself a little bit. And Jalen's been in big games before, but he hasn't been in this one. It's a little bit different, you know. But so he's from Texas. He is from Texas. He knows about it. So I, I just, I don't know. I'm leaning slightly toward Texas on Monday. What about you, BD? Well, I'm leaning towards uh, the fact that $10 will get you two corny dogs and a beer. <laughs> that's number one. Number two is No, coupons, not cu- dollars. Coupons, yeah, oh, that's there. right. But no, but it translates. It is ten dollars. Oh, it is ten dollars. Okay. However many coupons that is. Twenty coupons. Okay, that's number one. Number two is is that uh, in case you did not know this, there will now be uh, twenty six beer concession stands in the stadium. No need to run outside the stadium and uh, and re- replenish your thirst if you're down with that. That's a new addition this year. I like that. Absolutely. Let uh, wait a minute. You can't. You can't drink. You're you're on the job. Who it, says? Izzy. <laughs> Izzy. <laughs> says. Patrick Dorsey. That's, that's a good Oh, point. hey, Pat. Good to hear from you, sir. I'm glad you're listening. Every, every, Don't every, listen to me. <laughs> that's funny. Which way did you say you're leaning? Everything is fried, but I don't think tank, Texas's chances are fried. I'm, I don't want to go out on that limb just yet, but uh, you, you guys, I, I have not wavered on this. The team that wins in the Cotton Bowl will not win in Arlington. You said that at the beginning of the season. Okay, so my question Just to like you, last year. My que- yes, my question to you, Texas fans, who do you want to win in Arlington? Because if that's the case, I think you want Oklahoma to win Saturday. Oh, yeah, they'll follow that advice. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, go sooner, says <laughs> Longhorn Nation. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that, was that not good advice? <laughs> no, not good. No, no, no. I mean, look, I, look I, I think it's a great game. I think Texas I think Texas plays hard. Winning is hard, no doubt. Um to me, it comes down to uh, it hurts in Ellinger. If Ellinger plays like we think he can, and the team that played against LSU shows up, I think Texas wins. Sam has to play like he did in last year's game. Mm-hmm. That's what he has to do. And Roshan, secret weapon. Not a secret anymore. They haven't. Oh, you hadn't played Roshan. Not a secret. I'm going to go ahead and call it right here on this podcast. Roshan Johnson throws a touchdown pass this weekend. Stupid. To Sam Cosby? To whoever. Me, anybody. Doesn't uh-huh. matter. Okay. Roshan will throw a touchdown pass. I predict Devin Duvernay will score. Okay, said Some crazy way. prediction. Uh, crazy prediction. Uh, we'll, we'll make it there on time. <laughs> 11 a.m. kickoff. I hope everyone makes it there. This will be the Fox National Game of the Week. Reggie Bush is tweeting how he's excited to see his first Texas OU matchup. And uh, 100,000 of our closest friends will be in the stadium and around the fairgrounds as well. We hope you are there, too. But for that's it, uh, for Kirk Bowles, Cedric Golden, I'm Brian Davis. This has been Longhorn Confidential. Remember, Longhorn Confidential is brought to you by Zaxby's, taking chicken to a whole new level of flavor. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or visit zaxby's.com. This is Longhorn Confidential.